Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have former Bama lightweight champion and Cage Warriors welterweight contender, Reese Skeletor McKee. How are you doing, Reese? Yeah, I'm good, man. Very nice introduction. So it's always <laughs> nice to be introduced nicely. So thank oh, you very much. <laughs> some people have said, now it might be my dad, that I am the Bruce Buffer of podcast introductions. <laughs> Well, that's probably the best one I've had in a long time, so, I mean, I'm not going to argue. You have to check out out the other episodes. He's brilliant. Like, he's going to take over Bruce Buffer's job. Yeah, we had a a Josh Thompson on the podcast the other day, and oh my God, it was like the longest introduction ever. Actually, messed it up. It was that long. (laughs) You made it hard for yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he made it hard for me by achieving so much. No, I dare him. What a yeah. soft man. Uh, I know, yeah. Uh, he has to fight for every organization ever existing. <laughs> He's been busy. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Reese, first of all, welcome to the show. Um, we, we may as well get into the, the, the start of it. Uh, how are you getting on? How, are you doing much training during this time in, in Showtown? Yeah, I'm keeping busy. Uh, I'm lucky enough I'm in the position I have my own gym. So, I mean, I still have a set of keys for that. So I'm able to to chip away at that and stuff, you know, obviously you kind of can do the, the basics that like everybody's doing at home running and home workouts and whatnot, but as for MMA and stuff, it's, it's kind of non-existent. I hit a bag and, you know, it's frustrating, but I, I understand we're all in the same situation at the minute. Yeah. And Reese, tell us, how, how did you get started out in MMA? And also, congratulations on your gym. What age are you, 24? 24, yeah, 24. 24 so. in your own, your own gym, like, that's good going, man. Fair play to you. Yeah, I've been busy, I've been and how did you get kicked off in MMA? So I used to play football for like a, a local football team. It was like nothing, nothing to get excited about or anything. But it was like under under fifteen, under sixteen, and you know I was playing there and kind of not getting anywhere. And it was the preseason, and I was looking for something to get to get fitter. And there was a local MMA club, and my brother wanted to go as well. So so we both went along to an MMA club, and, and that was really it. I kind of fast tracked everything and. Uh, uh, in the local grappling competition, near got my arm broken in about ten seconds, and and that was the hook hook line sinker. So um, ever since then, I never really looked back. <laughs> I never put on a pair of footballs again. And Risa, what stage did you realise you were actually very talented at it, and you were better than most people at it? That's a question. That's a funny question for me because it's like I didn't I didn't realise I, I had potential until about ten fights in. If that makes sense, you know, I kind of I was so busy doing the thing. Uh, when the time I realised I was already like 10 fights deep so uh, it was kind of easy you know there was never a moment where I had to be sat down and said listen you could do this uh, I was already kind of doing it and then I kind of said listen this is going well so Reese, I was actually at your last amateur fight because uh, I, I was actually cheering against you you uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, you, you actually submitted an own drum ghoul with a guillotine at battle zone we were actually there for that because uh my brother uh, was trained in the same gym as Owen Drum Gould at the time, and I knew him quite well. Uh, I still know him. He lives off in Australia now. And uh, uh, that, that, that was actually your last amateur fight. Uh, what, what do you think the big difference is between amateur and pro uh, in Ireland? Because a lot of people are saying now that the amateur is almost as good as the pro in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't argue with that. Like, I train with a lot of pros and amateurs, and you know, there's a lot of amateurs who do my rounds as much as the pros. So... You know, I think back in the day it was pros over there and amateurs over here, but nowadays the the level's so high and 
and I think that is because in, in Ireland we have like this culture of like you know we all train in the same gym floor and you know there's not a pro class and an amateur class we're all as one so the amateur standard here is very very high but as for the differences you know as I've kind of said there isn't really much of a difference you know obviously you've got your your round times and your gloves and stuff but I think when you're that level anyway that's stuff that is really irrelevant yeah. Uh, Reese, you were obviously the Bama champion at lightweight. Uh, you went up and even had a crack of welterweight at uh, Terry Brazier at the time. When Bellator sort of acquired all of Bama, how come you went the Cage Warriors route? What sort of you know made you go that direction? And was there an offer from Bellator at the time? Yeah, we had we had a, well we didn't have a conversation. We had an inquiry from Bellator, but it was shut down very early. And um, for me, it's always been UFC. Like that's. What's, ever since I went professional, I was like, right, I want to go to the top. And for me, the UFC is the, the, the top organization. You can argue this and, and say other promotions are doing it, but people will remember the people who were in the UFC, and that's a fact. So for me, Bellator was totally against this. It would have totally pulled me back. And, and Cage Warriors at the time was, was the one producing so many UFC fighters. So no brainer. Yeah. Reece, so I remember, I, remember I, I first saw you. I know, Ross, you said you saw you in your uh, last appearance as an as a amateur but I remember seeing you at Bama 30 when you drew Richie Smullen first of all one of the best draws I've ever seen I think Ross can agree with that as well yeah but, I, I uh, think that's the best Irish fight of all time yeah but the, the crowd that you brought with you all the way from up in Belfast as well was unbelievable and like after that fight I was like this guy has serious talent as well so we ever since that I've been like following your career ever since yeah it was it was a mad it was a mad kind of fight you know like a I I done Canada for a training camp for that, and uh, I was coming off a loss, and, and I was in a weird place. Like I was just happy to be fighting again, and uh, I remember at the time, like going into the third round, I was thinking it was close, and I was like, "Flip! Uh, I've been having so much fun that I haven't tried to win the fight." And I know that that's kind of hard to like explain, but like I was just in there to fight. I wasn't there to win, you know. And yeah, but that uh, was a good fight. Oh, it was, it was more than a good fight. Yeah. Um, Obviously, your goal at the moment, Reese, is to get to uh, UFC. And I believe I read somewhere, somewhere someone said, if I don't get to UFC in 2020, this year was a failure. Do you know who said that? <laughs> I think it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Uh, tell me this, UFC Dublin, August. Is that, is that, is that the goal now? I can't, you know, you know, if you asked me this the last month before we were in lockdown, I would say... I have to be on the card. There can be no one else on the card bar me. But I think it all depends now if we're if we're being realistic um, on how the lockdown plays out. I don't know if that event will even happen. Um, I don't know if Cage Warriors want me for one more fight or two more fights. I'm not really sure. Uh, I am totally for either option. I, I'll go win the Cage Warriors title first if they want. Uh, if UFC says Cage Warriors let, let us have them, I'm, I'm sure I'll go there too. So... Yeah. I'm kind of relaxed and happy go guy, but I, I would absolutely love to be in Dublin in August. And what are your coaches saying to you? Just to, like, are they like, don't worry, don't push it, like, don't rush it? Because realistically, you have the title now, so it's sort of like... Yeah, they've, they've always been in the, in the opinion of you. Like, I'm only 24. Uh, for me, it's not a matter of if, it's when. So, if it, you know, I do want it this year. Uh, if I don't get it in August, I believe I'll get it by the end of the year, as long as this whole COVID-19 situation up. There's obviously not much any of us can do about that situation, but I can only do what's in, in my power. And I believe I'll be there this year. I believe they know who I am and, and I'm close. And Reese, how's this 
when you go to the UFC, will it be a welterweight or will it be a lightweight or will you do a bit of bouncing? No, oh, I, I'm, that's me, welterweight for now. Um, welterweight through and through. Um, lightweights, lightweights, uh, it's just too much. And like towards the last fights my, or my professional, like my last few fights, like uh, lightweight was way too much. So uh, I've made the right decision and going to welterweight and I feel fantastic. You were even a featherweight on stage, am I right? I was even a flyweight at stage. Yeah, well my amateur my my first ever amateur fight was I was fifty seven kilo and I must have been I must have been about five ten, five eleven. No wonder they called a skeletor. Now, six, <laughs> that's why they call me skeletor, I think. <laughs> I'm a beanpole. I'm just like a lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. And um does it, does it ever sort of bug you to see the way uh, Joy Herbert got signed with the UFC and like you, you got you got him out of there? Do you ever like look at someone else and be like, I'm better than him, I should already be there? No, I'm not like, I'm just not that guy. Um, you know, like I, I believe if you ask Joy Herbert, I would say I was one of the first people to message him and congratulate him. You know, I, mm. I'm very big on everybody doing their own journey and, mm. you know, like, no, I, I, I'm nothing against them people at all. Like, I believe once I get to the same division like I'll shine above them all and not that that's not what it's about but I just believe my journey is is destined to be one of the best in the country or in the world what gives you that confidence against again Reese? yeah I just I just know I can get free anything uh you know I I believe I'm, I'm one of the best of the world and, and finding a way to win in a fight you know I might not be the best striker or grappler or wrestler but i find a way to win better than most and uh and i'm resilient and you can't beat the guy that doesn't give up so you know it's uh yeah that's why i'm so confident you know maybe maybe a bit of young and naive is in there too but i'll take that as well nice and reese how do you actually sack yourself up against the other welterweights in the ufc yeah listen i think you know on my Twitter the other night, I called out Mike Perry. You know, I saw that. Like, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be oh, great. That's, that's like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's <laughs> not that's not me call that's not me calling him out in a way where I think like, oh, let's get a bit of attention. Like, I think I could win there and give him a very very good go. Um, I class myself very high. I I class myself a hundred percent number one in the Cage Warriors welterweight division. The how like, I don't see anyone posing me any threats, and then in Cage War or in UFC like. like like, I, I believe I, I believe I'm right up there what about our friend uh, Ian Gary how would you write him what is it how do you write our friend Ian Gary Ian, no he's a good guy he's a good guy <laughs> I think Ian's uh, Ian like me and Ian would talk close to daily as well you know Ian's a stud and you know, I think uh, I think in the next few years, Ian will be in the UFC as well. I believe he'll hold the, the Cage Warriors title after me. Uh, I believe he'll be the next in line. So I believe he's in he's in the fast track here as well. And he's one of the, the few like, that doesn't need to put in these years of graft. Same as myself. You know, we have a quick journeys. And I believe we're both destined for, for massive, massive things. Yeah, and what, I'd, agree, I'd agree with that. I'd totally agree with that. Definitely. I, I think between yourself... Ian Gary, and then like Paul Hughes is another name I think that uh, people are talking about on the rise of uh, Irish MMA. Like, they're sort of like young, you know, you three are young, hungry guys who are like, I suppose, going to put Irish MMA back on the map. Yeah, 100%, you know, and 
we are we, we've been in the kind of same conversation as like the last kind of 12 months and and now it's really starting to rise um paul hughes being very local uh you know it's, it's a great time for irish mma and, and you know you have a few other names coming that are you know maybe have, haven't had the best results recently but like joe mccoggan and Declan magdalena mm. they're, they're studs you know so these are guys that i train with and they're regular and it's exciting times and you know, we're all as one. I'm not one of these guys that'll that'll talk and try and down talk anybody in the country or you know, I'm I'm all for us all getting getting the best we can. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, what's great about, you know, the sort of uprising from you guys and Cage Warriors as well is that like the goal is to get the UFC and then like be successful in the UFC, but like that also gives better opportunity to bring UFC back to Dublin, UFC back to Belfast. I mean and like we've been lacking UFC shows quite a lot recently. You know what I mean? And probably I was almost deterred people from watching Cage Warriors almost because like there's less of that crossover. But once you guys have started crossing over, people will then go back to watching Cage Warriors. Like they came from there, let's see who else is there. Is yeah, it's like a massive big power circle. Like where we're just going, like you know, say I say I get to the UFC, I fight in the UFC, then the UFC have a look in Cage Warriors, and so does everybody watching. And then next thing, Ian and Paul and Degan, and they all you know, so everybody benefits off each other's things. So you know. Uh, no, absolutely, but uh, I believe we're we're coming in their next wave of like MMA. You know, we obviously had it with McGregor and all the Dublin fighters and all, but I think uh, I think we're due another another mm. another turn here. And the same way, I think you guys are bring, going to bring UFC to Dublin. I think Mason Jones looks like someone who's going to bring UFC back to Wales as well. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's fantastic too, and I, I know I keep saying this, but I would text I would text him in the daily too. This is all I do. So. <laughs> I just text. Uh, I just text all the champs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mason's a Mason's a good guy, and and he's serious, high level. You know, it was it was it was almost tough watching him and Joe because I, they're both fighters that I rate so so high, and you know, Mason he was amazing in the fight. I, I don't think anybody can fault him. So I believe he'll have one defense, and then I, I say we'll see him in the UFC as well. Reese, it seems like you're good mates with a lot of people, so that would, therefore will make you a nice guy. So I think I think you're going to have to call out Steve Wonderboy Thompson for the NMF title. <laughs> the nicest part. I would love to fight. That'd be a fantastic fight. Yeah, we previously had him on the show as well. He's literally one of the nicest guys ever. Literally, bring him in the Zoom. Bring him in the Zoom call now. We have to give him a shout. We have to give him a shout. You know, I, you know, I, if if I had if I had his number, he'd actually probably join. Not the he's he's actually that he nice guy. Calling him out, probably. Yeah, yeah, so he probably would. But, uh, Yo, oh hi, Mister McKee. That would be lovely to fight you. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's cool. He is very cool. But like Reese, like when UFC Dublin was announced, like literally, I was checked Twitter straight away, and your name was just one of the top names, and like people were like he has to be on it. How did you make that when you found out UFC was coming to Dublin? Like, like what did, what just came into your mind straight away? You know. Well, like as you said, like, I didn't actually see the announcement. I just seen people tagging, like, I have to be on this, have to, have to, have to be on this. Like, all these, like, has to be, has to be, has to be. Yeah. That was my first thing. And, and, you know, how can you argue, like, and this isn't a, this isn't me saying this to sell myself, but there's no one else in the island that deserves that fight more. There's nobody with the winning record mm. or the amount of fights or had the world titles or been in cage. Do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just... It makes perfect sense for me. The only thing holding me back is that I'm in a contract with Cage Warriors, but that's probably the best people to have a contract with when it's talking about the UFC. So, yeah. listen, I feel I have to be on that card if they're in, if they're here. I'm sure Graham will let you will let you have your shot as well. 
Yeah, yeah in fairness. Good for them, too. Yeah. Absolutely. I, 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 will, I must say, that's one thing I think needs to be said about Graham Boylan. He never stands in anyone's way uh, for opportunity. He really doesn't. He, like, a lot of sort of companies will try and, you know, build themselves out to be the best, but, like, they're happy enough to be, you know, the European, British and Irish feeder league for the UFC. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being the feeder league for the UFC especially when you push out the talent that those guys have pushed out. Yeah, and look at the relationship they have now. Like They put on the fight with Darren Stewart you know, on their Cage Warriors card and Dana yeah. White sharing their, uh, sharing their event. I mean, like, I, I, I don't think Dana White has probably ever shared anybody else's event on his, time, on his Instagram, Instagram for that. You know, probably so not. that shows the relationship they have. Probably not. Yeah. Well, you I don't, don't think so either. Why would he? He's, he's the top. Yeah, you know. Well, well, Reese. Like the thing is, we really wanted to have you on just to like talk to you before you made your uh, strides straight into the UFC. Um, obviously, when when your fight gets announced in the UFC, we're we're gonna have to have you on again, and uh, wish you good luck as well. Yeah, well, all being well, this all being well, my next one is the UFC. It could be Cage Warriors in Belfast mm-hmm. in September. But yeah, well, you know, either, or. Knows, but either or, either or, either will have a chat again. Absolutely. And quick, quick, quick question for you, Reese. Just, just on that. Um, just so you don't get Mike Perry, is there anyone else you have lined up who you you'd like to get a hold of? I'd love to fight uh, Carlos Condit or Whoa. Donald Cerrone. Jeez, you you want all the names anyway. You you, you don't want to don't want a soft opener anyway. <laughs> no, Mickey Gall would be good too. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Gall. Oh, oh, I like that fight. Yeah. There you go. Would you be able to take him serious coming out to that song? Hmm? Would you be able to take Mickey Gall serious coming out to hey Mickey you're so fine? <laughs> I can't let go of my one song, but I mean I would definitely maybe do a remix. Right, what do you come out to, Reese? I use a post Malone song, it's called Congratulations. Oh yeah, no, I like it, I like it. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah. And is that your go to song now forever? Is that is that it? Uh maybe not forever, but you know, I've had it the last five five fights and anytime I hear it it gives me goosebumps. So until until that stops, uh I'll keep using it, I think. That's brilliant. Perfect. Uh Mary, go on. No, I was just uh, I was just gonna say, Reese, thanks a million man for coming on the show. Uh oh, yeah. do you have anything else to say Ross before we wrap it up? Uh no, Reese, oh, I was actually just gonna ask you who's your sporting hero when you were growing up? <sighs> oh, good question. Um you know what? I've always liked the Northern Irish kind of guys, like George Best and, and the Front and, and you know anybody from the middle. I've kind of like I, I mean I like George Best. I know he's like a, a footballer that's passed now, like, but I mean I think it's hard not to find uh, inspiration in someone from the same island that's went to the top. Fair enough. We're both Man United fans, so we love Georgie Best. So like, <laughs> no messing here. <laughs> but again. <laughs> Reese, thanks so much for your time. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. We'll definitely have you on again soon. Uh, if you are watching this video, guys, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as always, stay energized.